podcast you were digging around in there for your last beer i swear to god it sounded like you're throwing an aluminum chair through a wood chipper <laughs> wait man you know it, it adds uh it's foley work it adds texture to it yeah yeah foley work it's good stuff it's good stuff i was like i was actually kind of like pacing through some of the other like some other like podcasts and like um uh ape league and stop hat they've been doing that for like nine years yeah and that and if you look at the, like uh i think it's um I don't know, top podcast or SoundCloud or whatever, they don't get that many more views than we do. Now, I'm sure like Apple and, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I was about to be, hey, we're one of the big boys now. Mike's meant to be plugged in, but we're one of the big yeah, boys. Yeah, forgetting to plug in shit and hit record. But uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I know for a fact that the last podcast, guys, I've done that on multiple occasions. Just like not hit record. Oh, I'm sure everybody does it. Because there was one where, like, they started the podcast, and, like, Henry was very adamant. He's like, are you sure we're fucking recording now? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've, on multiple podcasts I listen to, I've heard that. Where they're just like, are you sure now? And they're like, I don't know, but we're doing it. Yeah, no, there's a couple of ones I listen to. Uh, they're, like, comedy sketch type things that they do all do the same fucking thing. No one knows how to use this shit. I have uh, one of my buddy, uh, my buddy, you know Chris, he was been on the podcast a couple times. Um, Parker, yeah, he he and his uh, it's not the guy he works with. It's not he. It's another lawyer in in Clearwater, it's, but it's not his law partner, law partner. But they have a you know podcast podcast slash TV show, and I swear to God, they're trying to make it like legit. Like they go on location, they got all this like equipment and like actual things they got to plug in. I don't know, man. It seems like a lot of work. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it seems, I mean, you got to do it before it's big, so. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they really want to do. I, th I think if I knew Parker, he's, like, eventually going to turn it into, like, a, a public access show where, like, he takes your legal questions or some shit like that. Yeah. They'll use it to drum up legal business. Like, hey, did you just get a DUI? Call me. Tell him I sent you. Tell me I sent you. When you show up at the jail, tell him Parker sent you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well. All right. Well, let's go ahead and kick this pig. Um, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am Justin Woods, and welcome to the Woods Cast. This is the eighth one of these some bitches we've done, and uh, with me, as usual, through the magic magic of the interwebs. Except usually he just yells out of a window. Uh, yep. Is my brother Shay? What's going on, Shay? Hello. Nothing. And we are officially recording. Uh, I have my microphone plugged in this time. It is. I mean, we, we are. We are. We are. You know, you've lied to me before. I don't know if I can trust it. That is true. Uh, that is very true. And since you said that, I'm going to check and make sure so we got little beeps and bloops. Yeah, there's beeps and bloops. Yeah, you probably fucking should, man. <laughs> oh, who knows, man? 
So much, so much shit's going on. Um, all right, we are. What are the? I don't even know. Have the numbers ready? Shit, I totally fucking buff that one. It's like six hundred ninety-seven days in the Trump administration, something like that. Uh, we're like thirty, like forty-two days out of the midterm. We still got that North Carolina race that's hanging on, but uh, who the hell knows? I I stopped fucking paying attention. I did still fucked. Okay, that's that's shocking. Yeah. Yeah, that's, the the only thing I've noticed about that North Carolina race where the uh, Republican uh, hired a guy who apparently went around and collected absentee ballots and either destroyed them or filled them out the way he wanted to, is that the um, the GP candidate has admitted today, I think I saw the article today, he admitted to hiring that guy as if it was up in the air. But Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's we're still a long way away from, uh, from that being uh, worth a shit of a story because we need to know the who's and where's and what's and, and then everybody's going to go to jail. Um, but we'll get, we'll get to people going to jail later in the podcast. Um, Trump is right at 40% in Gallup. It's 42 something in uh, 538. That's not uh, going anywhere. I did see an article to the other day, Shay, and I don't know if you paid attention to this or give a shit, um, but apparently Melania's poll numbers like dropped by double digits this week, which is a, like, I didn't know we were polling. I guess you poll on, on the first lady's, you, you know, pulled the first lady, yeah, but I don't know. That was a big. I don't that's know. news to me. People track it. Yeah, like like I don't a, care. Well, I, I don't know what she did to like drop by double digits last week. I don't. I don't know. Oh, what the fuck did she do for people to like her besides being hot? Uh, I don't know. I mean, she's never done shit besides give that really great speech that Michelle Obama wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that never gets fucking old. And. Um, uh, the only the, the only thing remember she was gonna do. I'm sure uh, Michelle Obama didn't write it, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, remember she, her main um, her main initiative was gonna be this anti bullying thing. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I'm uh, shit about that. Mm-mm. Well, like three years, three or five months ago, it's been it's been a while. It's been a chunk. It's been a chunk of change in days ago, but it was far enough into the Trump administration where they were like. All right, you got to release something about this bullying thing. So they released this pamphlet, like how to fight cyberbullying on Facebook and the you know the facey spaces and the my books and all that horse shit. And the uh, the entire pamphlet was word for word what the Obama administration had released like three years prior. They just changed that it. about right. Yeah, yeah. They, they changed some uh, icons in the pamphlet. It was pretty funny. But um, yeah, the only thing that Melania did in the last like two weeks that I've heard anything about that could have tanked her poll numbers is she said that she's she's really tired of everybody using her for their publicity or something I'm like what the fuck ever does that mean i i can't i don't I, yeah okay sure yeah okay um whatever somebody somewhere got paid to bring that up so that it would take the heat off of trump no one gives a shit what his wife's doing right like realistically no I, I think she might be the one member of the family that might get out of this without going to jail like that's the only thing that she is high, highlights right now. Um, God, I just oh, I want to see his kids go to jail so bad. All right, hold on. Hold I don't, oh, it's so good. Hold that thought. We'll get there. All right, so fun stuff. So uh, you finally saw Venom. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So what were your impressions? Wasn't great. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, I was just about what you expected <laughs> to be. It was some goofy uh, buddy cop kind of thing. It feels like they had uh, a couple of good action sequences written, and then it, then they remembered they needed to have a villain and have that guy get bonded and become Riot. Like yeah, yeah. it was, yeah, it was. I mean, it was whatever. You know, it, there 
he, he kind of looks cool. Like that's probably the best like visual representation of him I've seen because I like it because he's like fucking you know eight ten feet tall or whatever. He's huge. Yeah, they were. I like um, that about it. There were, uh, you know, like we we talked about this before, and you just hadn't seen the movie, but it's like there was just so much nonsense, and like within five minutes, they they spent literally about five minutes coming up with a reason for a big battle in the end. Like, uh, see that guy? He's gonna kill everybody you love, uh, and he hates puppies. Go get him! It was yeah, like this, <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, it was yeah. so fucking truncated and like it's, yeah. it's, it's got that and it's got that weird scene where Venom's like it's beautiful here I like it <laughs> like it's it's so weird I don't know man it it, it and again it's all you know and he never uses really like spider powers no. or whatever because he had all that but it was just it was, ah, it was fucking silly it's fucking silly well it was gonna be silly it was gonna be hard to tell that story without Spider Man anyway <laughs> yeah. And it was also kind of it was kind of interesting to see like I caught the buddy but the buddy comedy, you know, Lethal Weapon, uh, you know, number five, whatever the hell it would be, uh, yeah, vibe two, and um, I don't know you can you can you can really run that in any way because like even in the comics and the cartoons like yeah, they go all fucking sorts of different ways with it so it's yeah. really hard to nail down that character but yeah it was goofy it's made like 850 million dollars at this point so when they announced oh they're going more yeah yeah well and they were like well we just greenlit a sequel like no shit i mean it's i didn't i didn't hate it like i enjoyed it but it was just it was just kind of like yeah yeah especially when you've got you know so many other movies set in that universe in theory and they're just all so much better but it was fun yeah um i like so i like some of it where he just like bites that guy's head off yeah, that was like the whole idea that the symbiote has to live off the humans' like resources, and so the human needs to eat a lot to sustain the symbiote, and that's why the that symbiote... wasn't a thing, was it? No, that's never been a thing. Um, no, I think so. And this, well, but then again, they never ever. I, I don't. They've never in the comics. Then there was a weird that weird makeout scene that was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, in the comics, there's never there's never any like reference. Like you mentioned it. Like when when Venom comes out of Brock, Brock is like huge. And there's, yeah. And Brock is a big man. You know, he's always described as you know athlete, uh, Olympic Olympic level athlete. You know, so he's a big dude, but he's not like eight feet tall. So they never explain why the, 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 the mass of, uh, the mass of, of the venom or any of the symbiotes is, is increased so much like that. Um, actually in one of the comics, uh, they gave venom a serum to make him smaller so he could pass as Spider-Man like and to shrink him down. So he wasn't so massive so he could pass as a fake spider. Yeah. And like, so yeah, they never fucking explain that in the comics. So the fact that the symbiote wants to eat a bunch of bad guys, fucking fine with me. That actually makes more sense than anything yeah. they've done before. I'm hungry. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. no, and it's yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's not bad. No, I mean, it was it wasn't great, but it was enjoyable, I guess. I mean, you, I could even live without the white symbol on his chest if he just shoots some webs at some point. But like, I learned how to yeah. do this the other day. Like, all right, whatever. Um, I saw uh, Mortal Engines the other day. And that is going to flop real hard. I it yeah everything I've seen for it and everything yeah no it's it yeah I didn't did, did, fucking I didn't even know it was out yeah I knew I like I didn't know it was out and then you were like yeah I saw it it's not that good and I was like holy shit when did that come out nobody cares <laughs> yeah no I was like I was like me and four other people in the movie theater like we we were just gonna go out to dinner and Rachel's like I want to go see this movie I was like all right well I can go see a movie too then like I'll go see this one and. 
Yeah, like I, I was like intrigued by the whole thing because actually it reminded me a lot of an, a really good book that I read a couple of years ago called uh, um, Strength of Stones, and um, it's by uh, Greg Bear, and it's about you know way in the future we have these huge uh, mobile cities that will move from place to place when they need resources. So when the when the city has tapped the resources of a surrounding area, it will just disassemble itself and then walk to a new place like. You know, the skyscraper will literally just fall on its side. And before it hits the ground, like little legs will pop out and catch it. And it'll just walk off. And then wherever the city decides it's got enough, you know, water and, you know, whatever, it puts itself back together. And at some point in, you know, the distant, distant future, it decided that it just didn't need people and just booted them all out. So you got all yeah. these, yeah, so you got all these people living in you know, these nomadic existences around these giant cities that are just moving around from place to place where they fucking feel like it. And so, like, the people are trying to, like, snag small pieces of the city and cannibal. You know, it's like, it was a really interesting book. So I see this movie. I'm like, oh, it'll be kind of like that, you know? And uh, the whole, like, like track down a city and, like, eat it for the, 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 you know, the resources of the bigger city. That happened absolutely fucking once. Like, once. And the rest of the movie was, like, all this, like, um, fucking teenage drama. I'm in love with you, but are you in love with me shit? Yeah. Well, and then again, I just love the concept of there's no resources, so we're going to turn our cities into giant oh. resource hungry moving monstrosities. Like that doesn't make any sense no, at no. all. No. But it looks cool. Oh yeah. Like just the, the the visual of London. And it never you never saw any other they called them predator cities because they were the big ones that would eat the little ones. And the the whole society was called traction society because they all had tra I don't know fucking tractor societies. And the the political system they they based this off was called uh was called municipal municipal Darwinism, and like they said that phrase like three times in the movie before I fucking caught on what the hell they were talking about like oh you mean cities oh okay and uh, yeah it was like super dumb and uh, like there was like in the very beginning like the the sequence where you see the big like London like just just the visual of it lumbering across the countryside is cool. Like, that's cool. But, uh, like, it came across these, like, four or five little cities together, like, you know, just hanging out. And so when they sit, when they see London, they're all like, holy shit, Predator City. And, like, they all fire up their engines, right? And it's these, like, they're, like, basically all five of them just roll coal. It's like, and all this, like, black smoke comes out. And I'm like, that is not efficient. Nothing about this is efficient. Yeah. Like... <laughs> like, motherfuckers are rolling coal over here to save resources. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's yeah, it, it's very anime. Oh, like yeah. the idea of it's very yeah, it looks it's really silly. I don't know. That's that's one of those ones I'm gonna have to check out when it's on video or something. Yeah, you, you totally. I, I I had a I had a free pass for uh you know our movie, my movie uh, membership. So I'll I, see it. It's free. Yeah, but yeah, it was uh like I walked out of there and I was like, why the hell did they make that movie? But then I thought like. The, the books that are based on are, are, are targeted at like, you know, preteens and, or, you know, young teens. And like, it's the same, like, it's the same, like, target audience for Harry Potter and yep. the Maze Runner and all that horse shit. So, uh, Twilight, of course, you know, they're just going to turn that crank. But yeah, so it's going like, to, I read an article today that said that movie's going to lose about $100 million. And I am not surprised whatsoever. But, um, no, no, like when you ask people, like I've tried to talk to people about it, and they're like, "I've never heard of it." I'm like, oh, okay, well. yeah. I th I think it got a lot of traction, um, as far as like previews, you know, pun intended, um, because um, uh, 
Benicio del Toro is attached to it. And, uh, Peter and, Jackson, and Peter Jackson, or somebody else—I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's why people are like, "Oh, this might be cool," because like Peter Jackson's involved, and like, it was not. Like, I want—I want to. Well, I wanna, but I it's see. one of those things where it's like he presents; he didn't make it, right? Well, he wasn't the director, and he was one no. of the producers. And so, like, <laughs> you kind of want to know, like, when you've got these these guys that are known for producing like amazing cinema, you know, the Lord of the Rings, yeah. Movie, like, I kind of want to know, like, how many meetings did they sit in on, right? Like, did Peter Jackson, like, skip a couple? And then, like, when they were past the point of no return, he sat in a meeting. He's like, whoa, wait, wait, what? We're, we're doing what with yeah. we're, we're doing what with London? Like. Huh? Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> did, did, did yeah, I miss- no, I, I yeah, I, oh, it's where they, you know, they, they pay Peter Jackson a bunch of money to say he oh, helped yeah. purchase it. And he's like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll take my million dollars, please. You do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so speaking of another uh, really shitty movie that I watched and I really shouldn't have, and I knew better. Have you ever, did you ever see John Carpenter's Vampires? It's like 1998 with James yeah. Wood. I don't know why that movie stuck in my head the other day. So I was like, man, I haven't seen that forever. So I downloaded it and I watched it like half at the gym and half when I got home. And I really should have watched it at all when I got home because that movie needed some liquor. Seriously. That is a dumb fucking movie. Because, <laughs> yeah. Because, because first of all, when when the premise of your movie is that is that um, uh, James Wood in his skinny jeans and a leather jacket is the badass. You're just you're just up shit creek without a paddle. Like cause yeah. he weighs about 120 pounds, soaking wet, and he's like, "Let's kill all these vampires." So I'm like, "Whatever." Yeah, this is this is not gonna go. This is not this is not a good movie. Yeah, I'm just looking at uh, like screens from it. And, yeah, that movie is that. Yeah, that is so funny. I remember that. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Well, and it's ninety eight, so like all yeah. of the all of the tech in it, like they're supposed to have these futuristic crossbows and these futuristic like like lances to stab the vampires with lights on them, and the yeah. lights the lights on them are about the size of a, of of a uh, you know a Ford Taurus headlight. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at that now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's very like very late nineties. Yeah, what that's, would, wow. What, what yeah, would man, be I, a, I may have to go back and watch that. Uh, I just because I haven't seen now you mention it. Get all liquored up, buddy. It's uh, yep. it's it's rough. I mean, one of I the bet. bald ones in the, one of the bald ones is in it. I don't even know which bald one. Oh, uh, yeah, but it's 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 con John Carpenter, so you know. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what what uh, I guess it hoodwinks you because it's John Carpenter's vampires, and he's got such a good a good track record for like you know some good horror movies, and yeah. then you just you just get hit right in the face with that nonsense. You're like, ow. Not <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, and uh, what else we got? So, um, I haven't watched it yet, but we got the new um, was it Elseworlds crossover with all of our yes. CW yes. funnies. Yes, um, I haven't seen any of it. It's uh, it's pretty good. Um, it uh, without spoiling it, the the, the only two real things so you don't really have to worry about spoiling it because there's yeah, really not that the much only story. No, it's really not. The only two things it really does is introduce uh, Batwoman, yeah. and she's pretty great. And was it Molly Kane or whatever? No, uh, I can't. Well, it's his cousin. I can't remember. It's not. It's not Barbara Gordon. It's the other one. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, and then they they are just they literally introducing the uh, is it the Watcher or 
uh, they're, they're setting up Crisis on Infinite Earths is what yeah. they're doing. Like well, even even down to half through, you know, they got the red lightning and shit, and it's yeah, it's that's and then the, at the end of the three parter, it's like 2019 Crisis on Infinite Earths. I'm like, all right, cool. That was that's. <clears throat> I have read most of those comics. That is honestly pretty. Um, that's pretty. Uh, I don't know where I'm looking for like that. I wouldn't expect them to reach for that. That's a big story for them to try to do. That's pretty. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a big story, but I mean, they tend, they, I mean, they're, I'll be honest with you, Justin, they're probably just looking for an excuse to collapse some dimensions and stifle oh, all this portal hopping bullshit from a right. Like if you could, if you could, uh, if you could collapse it and throw a uh, Supergirl to be on the same earth as the other people, it'd yeah. be fine by me. Um, but yeah, I don't, that is a big one. Yeah. I, I haven't read it since I was a kid. I don't yeah. remember the details, but I remember it was a big one. Well, wasn't that one of the rebirth events? It was like yeah. everything was different after that. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was one where they they collapsed like God knows how many thousands of universes into Earth sixteen was the only one, and then of course yeah. they they spin more out as they go along. But you get to a point where like when you have to have a fucking dry erase board in the writing room to figure out what Earth you're on, and and it's just you know, and it's a and, it, and then you end up with more than yeah. one dry erase board. It was it was pretty. Dumb. The only thing that I really thought was great. I mean. DC's bad about this. DC's bad about we're going to create a super ba- super big problem. Oh, while I'm thinking about it, though, very cool. They did have the dude from the 90s Flash TV show oh, as yeah. the Flash yeah. from another Earth, which was hilarious. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> that show yeah, was re- good. Yeah, I remember that. That was not good, too. But then again, we didn't know how shitty that was. I mean, back then we had yeah. we had those like superhero movies like The Mantis and like there was one. Called, oh, that was, I remember that show. Yeah. yeah the Mantis and fucking, Dark, uh, like Nightman. Uh, Scorpion and the other whole bunch of them. Dark Man was movies. Yeah. No, Dark Man was, was movies. There was Nightman. Nightman. I don't remember. Yeah. I remember the Mantis. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, those were all pretty dumb. Like the, the crisis on infinite earth was, was usually, was one of the problems with DC that they always had. Cause DC has this thing where they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to create a, a baddie, like the anti-monitor, or some huge problem that spans across, you know, a hundred different universes. And the way we'll fix it is to pull a Superman out of a thousand different universes. So we have a thousand Superman and we're going to kick a thousand asses. And, yeah. You know, it's just that, but crisis, the, the only, the, I always liked crisis on infinite earth because it did end with a really cool, the problem of Superboy prime who, is one of the better villains that's ever come out of any of that. I don't remember. So at the end of like Crisis on Infinite Earths, Superboy Prime, you know, Superboy Prime, uh, uh, Superman, you know, they call it, you know, he's just the original, whatever. And Lois are in this little pocket dimension that like they stayed in to save the rest of the universe. Mm-hmm. Well, Superboy kind of goes fucking shit nuts and literally punches his way out of the pocket dimension. And goes on a, just a tirade, kicking and killing everybody's ass he could get to, and he built himself a, a, a suit of armor that basically just bathes his body in yellow sun energy at all times. So he's just whipping everybody's ass, and it took the Superman from that that pocket dimension, and then our young, more powerful Superman took them both to to beat him down, and uh, they like they were like they were like beating his ass through the center of suns. It was amazing. It was fun. And it, they ended up kicking his ass, and he when it was left over, he was held at the center of a he was held in the center of a red sun, surrounded by like sixty four Green Lanterns, at all times. Huh. 
Like of he's cool. he's in this he's in this like he's in this green energy cell of the Green Lanterns, and there's like 64 Green Lanterns around him at every any given instant, and he's inside of a red sun, and uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's so he's always been a good a good villain, but. But you're right. It just gets silly, and they just spin it out way too much. They'll just collapse that shit in on itself and be like, "Hey, look, uh, we're gonna call this. We're gonna call this uh, fucking DC Omega, and we'll run with that for a month and a half or whatever." Yeah, it's it'll be it'll be fun. Uh, I'll be interested to see if how because this one was this three part. This was also a it crossed over less of the shows than last year's yeah. I think too. Yeah, I think it was just the Arrow. Flash and Flash Supergirl. Flash and Supergirl, was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last thing that I was on my radar, I hadn't gotten... Did you get to go see uh, Into the Spider-Verse yet? Did you I saw that, that shit today, and it was incredible. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot it of really good stuff. It is so good. It is very, very good. Yeah. And Yeah, I, I, go see that in theaters. It's very good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go... Oh, yeah. That, uh, and that's kind of one of those things where I'm kind of like... Like, I, I couldn't go see... Uh, I think we talked about this. I couldn't go see uh, Black Panther the weekend it came out. But I bought yeah. two tickets at 8 a.m. just so they had my money. Yeah, no. And the Spider-Verse is, is very, very good. It, the, the animation's really cool. Everything about it's great. And we talked about, like, we need to do more of those because you can do these these movies so stylized. and you can, yeah. yeah, no, it's, it is exactly like start, start fucking doing the weird spinoffs is animated uh, uh, movies that, you know, you, you just get, like, random voice talent for. Like, fucking Spider-Man, uh, noir Spider-Man is voiced by Nicolas Cage, and right. it's fucking amazing. He's, oh, it's so good. It, yeah, it's just, like, it's smart, it's funny, uh, it's, it's, it's my announcement, I think it's the best Spider-Man movies. You know, it's like this, and then Homecoming are my two favorites. Yeah, that was, that was, Homecoming was good, too. Yeah, that was, that was, that came yeah. out of nowhere. Um, Michael Keaton as the uh, Vulture. Yeah, that was sweet. You're never gonna get, yeah. You know, unless you know, unless you make him play. Uh, the only thing that he can do better at if he's gonna play uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman Beyond, then. Yep, I can do that. Yeah, but and then I think I think uh, everything I've seen about this end of the Spider Verse, and just you just said it, it was smart, it was well done. Like you don't have to treat these these moviegoers that want to go see these movies like they're morons. No, it was, it was really good. The art style's really good too. I love uh, yeah. the the entire ending sequences just really honestly it's just psychedelic because it's this huge fight between spider-man and the kingpin while dimensional barriers are breaking down and it's just really it's it's fucking good man it's really good i was not expecting it to be that good oh that's good i'll have to check out on yeah. saturday or something um we're not we're like we're gonna stay here in illinois for christmas so i'm gonna have a lot of time a lot of days to piss away um yeah that'll be a smash that's looking good um apparently the the buzz for uh, aquaman's really good even though, like, mm-hmm. the, the first trailers made it look like the most psychedelic pastel, like, blender yeah. of, of nonsense. Like, it was just a lot of weird stuff. Like, yeah, you're going to ride a shark in a battle, and I'm going to be very excited to see that, but <laughs> I don't know where that's going to go. Yeah, we're going to have to wait and see where that one falls when it comes out. I could go either way on that one. Apparently, it's already made, like, $150 million in, in Japan, or China, I'm sorry. Oh, or China, yeah, it's already made its money. No, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, they're, they're fine. All right, uh, so fun stuff. We're nerds. We usually watch that shit. Um, hey, did, uh, before we move on, have you watched any of this uh, uh, Night Flyers? No. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's pretty solid show. It's actually based on um, it's based off a, a, a George R R Martin like novella from the eighties. It's it's really mm. good. it's actually cool. Like um, 
like you, I'm sure you can find an EPUB of it somewhere. But uh, it's actually I read it. It's a uh, it's a it's a really good little little sci-fi story. Pretty self-contained, you know. Um, these uh these explorers want to find they like they're pretty sure they're tracking an extraterrestrial like passing near our solar system, and so they they uh they find a ship that can get them there fast enough to like intersect this this uh I think they called it the Vulcrum or something something weird. And on the way out there, the ship's trying to murder them, and they don't know why. And you have to figure out why the ship's trying to murder them. But uh, it's pretty cool. But yeah, the the show's solid. It's it's a pretty good representation. Um, there's like a really really bad uh, version of it. It's a movie like from like 1987 or something. It's fucking phenomenal. You got like, oh, yeah. I bet. Like the entire movie's on YouTube, and if you just click through it, you're like, holy shit! <laughs> Everybody's on coke. 87. Yeah. 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 So oh, bad. wow. <laughs> oh, I'm pulling it up now, dude. Yeah. Oh, this looks great. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of that, uh, the old school version of the Tommyknockers that was on, like, fucking TBS or whatever. Oh, the TV Tommyknockers. Yeah, I remember that. I remember really liking that as a kid. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And Rachel and I yeah. were talking about, like, Rachel and I both read it. You've read that book, right? You've read Tommyknockers? Uh, no, I've not read it. Yeah. Rachel and I both read it. And there's a part where they turn a, a beagle into a, a battery because that's yeah. like the thing. And uh, it's a part, it's part in the show too. And it's just absolutely grueling. And they're, they're going to reboot that movie. And Rachel and I was like, yeah, that'd be another, I told Rachel, I was like, I need, that'd be another one I'd like to see. And she's like, you want to see Pete turn? I was like, no, no, we could skip right the fuck over that. I mean, yeah. fuck. I was like, fuck, let's take it up a notch. Let's just turn an infant into a battery. Cause I'm way okay with that. Yeah, not to dog, dude. Stephen King is fucking killing dogs Ugh. in his books. It fucking kills me. What is it? Is it Needful Things where the dude like corkscrews a, a yeah. dog to the floor? It's like, oh god. There's like, there's like so well, and then like there's the the under the dome. Like he kills like two or yeah. three dogs in that one. Yeah, it's so fucking like. He has a corgi now, and we hope that he hasn't written anything that I know of since then that has killed a dog. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah. So, but that doesn't mean it's not a thing. No, I would say I'd go kick his ass, but I think one guard, one good uh, kick in the ass would kill him at, at this point because he did a lot of oh, coke. Yeah. He did a lot of coke back in the day. And he oh, was, who's Stephen King's looking? Yeah. He's a frail looking dude. Yeah, <laughs> and he was he was literally hit by a van. <laughs> yeah, he's just held together, just barely. All right, so um, the news. There has been some of it this week. Not much of it good for Donald Trump. No. It has, and we need to talk. Like you, 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 there was there was a smile in your voice when you said that you wanted to see the Trump kids go to jail. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we are ever we are getting ever so close. So, um, uh, on on our on our outline that we rarely pay attention to, this section is called "Trump is a felon" by Judge Napolitano. And yeah, that was good. There's like this long fucking uh, clip of him on uh, Fox and Friends where he's like, well, we know Donald Trump's a felon now. And the guys on Fox and Friends just basically shit their pants and try to like talk him out of saying that. But uh, the reason he said, Judge Napolitano said it, and I can't believe I've said his name like three times now without fucking it up. Um, uh, so on Wednesday, uh, Trump's longtime lawyer and fixer was uh, sentenced to three years for crimes that included arranging a two payments of over $100,000 to two women that Trump has uh, scrogged out of wedlock. Yep. 
and the campaign um, paid them this money to shut them up right before the election. Um, that is a campaign finance violation, and um, because the, those payments were put through the Trump Foundation, I'm sorry, the Trump Organization, not the Foundation, I think they shut that down already, um, the Trump Organization, um, the uh, CFO of that, uh, who is already cooperating with Mueller, and the kids, like, they haven't, they haven't released, like, I'm sure Mueller knows, and I'm sure people know, but they haven't released which kid, it's got to be Don Jr., um, like, facilitated that, because, like, yeah, because Michael Cohen was coordinating with the, the money man, the, um, uh, oh, I don't know his name, but he's the CFO of the Trump Organization, he's hard to coordinate, it's, I, I can Google his name, it's not a big, a big deal, um, he's, like, a thousand years old. But yeah, like they all coordinated the payments and they did so to hide them from the uh, federal regulations. And that's the point. Like a lot, you've heard a lot of shit. I don't know if you heard the Shay that like Barack Obama did the exact same thing. Have you heard that? Uh, I, I, yes, I'm sure I have. But I know, I know there were there, like, there's actually a lot more to it than that. Well, like campaign finance reform is a thing yeah. we need because this is this is just a sticky wicket no matter where you go at it. It and, it is really it, it sounds silly, but it is it is difficult to not accidentally commit campaign finance fraud. Like it it's real shitty, um, and and like it would be different if it were like well, I mean it's really I mean it's just everything about it is shady as it get in terms of the way Trump's family and organization handled it. Well, I, I was I kind of took a lot of umbrage. They're like, well, Obama did the exact same thing. Yeah, like, oh, like, no. oh, hold on, Obama. There's absolutely no evidence that Obama has paid anybody to stop to shut up about him banging them while he was married. Yeah, it's Obama. very different. Yeah, and but there is like if you get into the really crazier sides of the right wing news talk radio whatnot that I love to swim around in, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like uh, World Net Daily, like they were convinced when Barack Obama was running for president that he was gay that Michelle Obama is actually a man and that he had been married to a man before it and had that guy killed. So like you can that go, I had heard. Yeah. You can go down that rabbit hole if you would like to, but the fact that but but just saying that Barack Obama did the same thing is not true. Yeah um, no. There were I think the Barack uh, two thousand eight Barack Obama uh, campaign paid out like three million dollars in um, FCC fines or you know campaign finance fines. Um it wouldn't be FCC. That's a uh, like radio. Yeah, um, uh, I don't know if I can do it. Whoever's in charge of that. Yeah, all right, all right. those guys. Um, but they paid out three million because like they were doing things like like if you and I had uh, donated more than we were allowed to by federal law. This is of course pre Citizens United. Um, that's illegal, and the Obama campaign would be um, responsible to turn the extra money back to us. But if they didn't catch that mistake. That didn't catch our mistake and return our money in a timely manner, then they would be fined for it. And so they did, they got, they were busted with a bunch of those little fines like that. So they had to pay like $3 million. And like, fucking uh, Sean Hannity loves to bring that up. He was like, you know who paid the largest fine ever for campaign finance violations? Barack Obama. Well, Shay, yeah. do you know who paid the second largest fine? <laughs> I don't know. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Yeah, Bob <laughs> yeah, Dole. Just, There's a name I've not heard in a while. Right, it's like the most random fucking factoid ever that Bob Dole had like the second highest one for for many of the same reasons. But the difference yeah. being is that Donald Trump 
legitimately did this to hide it from um, you know federal regulators, to hide it from the press, to hide it from voters. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know. Like, there's so many, there's so many sides to this. Like, the simplest story in my head is that the Trump, the Trumps, the whole fam damn one, didn't really want to win the election. They just wanted to use it to like get. The oh yeah, image. I. That's that's one of the things I've heard that just I still think that's true. I still think that they didn't think they were gonna win, and then they did, and they're like, "Fuck." Well, then I have a, then I have a very pointed question for you. If they didn't want to win, why do this? Um. So you can. Uh, it's good for the Trump brand. If you ran for, if you got him. No, no, no. Hold on. I, I understand to run, but then why why pay off these two women? And, and put yourself in this type of jeopardy if you didn't want to win anyway. Oh, because when it starts, I mean, if it starts to look like early, early on, I don't think they thought they had a chance. And then when it started looking like they might have a chance, they had to take care of it. I mean, okay. See, yeah. I, and it's also, it's also, it's also different. Like, cause that's also saying I ran for the presidency and didn't win because of the deep state or whatever is good for the Trump brand. Mm. Having a bunch of ladies come out and talk about this before the elect like it that's bad like i think it's all just because it's bad it just looks bad that's why they would do it that that makes more sense to me and yeah i, I kind of agree like, with you there either either way it's not something you want people rattling around because it's bad for the trump brand like that that would have been a really good way of tank like maybe shaving off some like shaving off some of the points you're gonna get yeah yeah on clinton to be like hey i really don't want to win this thing like i, fuck. Re- I really don't want to do this yeah. Um, if if if, the, if these two ladies that I boffed come out and talk about my weird doink for a while, maybe I'll I'll lose by twelve instead of eight, and it would just put yeah, this thing that, away. Yeah, but exactly. Also, I, I, yeah. But also, you don't want women talking about your weird doink. Nope. Nope. <laughs> because that's that's not a Trump that's not a Trump branding thing. He like, you know. No, that's an ego thing. Yeah. So that makes sense. I, I don't know. I like I go well, I go back and forth, but the the idea that they never wanted to win and they were just going through the motions and did this makes the most sense to me because they didn't have anybody in place to like actually fucking govern after the fact. No. But um yeah, so that happened on Wednesday. Um so that basically directly implicated Donald Trump in the commission of of, of at least two felonies. Um the pre, uh, the um documents that the Department of Justice, the DOJ, we're not just not some fucking pundit from MSNBC, have no. um, the way they the documents read is that if uh, is that he directed and was involved in these two hush but these these two, you know, hush uh, hush payments, hush, payments. hush puppies, these two hush, hush puppies. Um, and so we're now presented with the really unique uh, situation, Jay, in that if Donald Trump was not the president, he would have been indicted along with Michael Cohen. The only reason he is not indicted is because he is the president. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like so that's the only reason. That's he the only fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, because they just can't really do it that well, way. And that's the thing. It's like there's this big question mark about whether or not you can indict a sitting president. And there's a lot of legal scholars that say you, of course, can. Because if Donald Trump were to you know, do, well, yeah. do what he said, like remember when he said he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue? And he wouldn't lose any support. If he were to do that tomorrow, like some of my most conservative friends would say, like, well, you can't indict him. I was like, so you're saying that we would just stand by and watch it, let him shoot citizens on Fifth Avenue? Like, no. I also, would, yeah. And he I, would I be tackled really, and he would be taken into custody. Yeah. And, 
yeah, I also don't like the idea of saying you can't indict a sitting president because then that incentivizes people doing illegal things because they know once they're the president, they can't get caught. They can't get nailed for it. Like, I understand. I understand the the, the logic of you you want to you want to protect a sitting president from indictments because then that just becomes a fucking political tool. Like, right, right. It's right. easier. It's a lot easier to just say, "Yo, while he's in office, he can't be indicted. Cool your jets." Like I get it, yeah. But there, there you, should be. You gotta go things. through the Congress. Yeah. You gotta go through the Congress. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta go through. through I yeah. get it. I get yeah. it. Like, and yeah. I don't disagree with that. But to say like, the and I, it's that language that like makes me so mad. The guy, the there is no law. There is nowhere in the Constitution that says right. you can't indict the president. It is a guideline from the Department of Justice, which is basically designed to say like it's going to be a lot easier if you just don't fucking do it. Well, like also, come on, guys. Like, let's yeah. wait till you know. Like it's just going to be a huge pain in the ass. Like, yeah. if you, if you, like come on. <laughs> yeah. 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 You've got a great point there. The department of justice going like, Hey guys, come, come on. on. <laughs> yeah. But it was also that, that directive was also written by a um, Nixon supporter back yeah. when he was you know, getting <laughs> yeah. ready to get his shit fucked. And so like, there's a big asterisk on that, that department of mm-hmm. justice memo. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, but we can, you know, you can talk, go into that loop about whether or not he can pardon himself or not. Yeah, but. and then, and I, I think the some of the arguments people will make for why you shouldn't do it are separate from what the guideline, like why oh, that yeah. guy, like yeah, like I, I can see both sides on that one because it could, it would just become a political thing. But. Oh no, yeah, and it would be, it would become a very, um, a very, uh, it would be a political tool with a lot of teeth because if you can't exact. Uh, your revenge on a president, whether it be a Democrat or Republican, because you feel like you've ha- had your puma scuffed for some reason, uh, but you feel like you could mount some type of you know judicial complaint, you know, and like take him down for fucking I don't know fucking you know some kind of zoning violation, you know maybe he's been blowing his grass yeah. his grass clippings on your yard or something like you know some bullshit like that, you know, yeah. it, it would just be it would just be a hellscape that nobody would escape from. But one of the funniest factoids I heard today on the radio is that um, the statute of limitations for these uh, felonies runs out in 2021. So, like, Donald Trump getting reelected is literally one of the only things that might keep him from being indicted for these things after the fact. That's funny. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's right. I had read that. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, that. Not, to, not to say that the minute he loses the election and steps no. down from office and. January twenty of uh, yeah, it it, it actually would be really fucking close because it would depend on like uh, well no I guess it'd work because what are we we're in September now like what the fuck it's December shit, um uh we're recording this on December uh what is today sixteenth, and um uh but yeah so like when he would step down January twenty first of two uh of twenty twenty one. Yeah, I'm not saying that the DOJ would be standing right right there to put him in cuffs, but you know they might just be like, "Yeah, fuck it," you know, your whole life's in shambles anyway. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's, it's oh, it just makes me so mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's probably gonna be, he's realistic. He's probably gonna be fine. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. why I want. That's why I want to see his kids get fucking raked over the coals. That's well, more and, likely. And that's and that's one of the things. That's one of the things that's uh, you know the other thing that happened on Wednesday was AMI, which is the parent company of the National Enquirer. Um, they ha- struck a, pro- uh, a participation deal or cooperation deal to not be prosecuted by the, by the Department of Justice. 
because they have admitted to helping facilitate these payments. Like, you know, they, yeah. had, the, they had the whole catch and kill uh, thing going with Donald Trump where they saw a, a, a story that made him look like the schmuck he is. They would um, find out the source, go to them, buy it for whatever money it took to buy it, and then just sit on it. So they've, they, you know, the story is that they've got this, this vault, you know, all safe full of shit on Donald Trump that they're just sitting on because um, he and uh, David Pecker, the, the CEO, are, are, were really good friends, are really good friends. I don't think there's been a falling out or anything. Yeah. <clears throat> but AMI is, is cooperating. My, yeah, my understanding with the thing with AMI is that he just he literally that like they just uh, uh, they they just got their balls to the wall. They're like, oh well, uh, well, but yeah, here here's all the stuff, guys. Right. There you go. Now, like they're just getting pinched. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, it's it's what happens when you fucking break the law. Like I have <laughs> yeah, no dude, fucking, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I have no fucking sympathy for these people. Yeah. Um, and uh, so speaking of Trump's kids, like we talked about this before, like. The payment to Stormy Daniels and this this other woman, which I mean, I, the 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 fact that he put his little mushroomy doink in either of them still baffles me. Still baffles me. Like I have never understood why women want to. Ah. I never understood why women want to bang a man that only has power and money and has this little mushroom doink, little toadstool doink. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, Stormy, Stormy Daniels I, has come out and said she was she was uh, she was angling for a spot on the Apprentice. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. I've seen that one. I mean, I I mean, I don't know. That gets that that's a slippery slope, Justin. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to get into why you know why some women may do the things they do with men. That, yeah. That's uh, it's, uh how those, about the Broncos? Are those questions that we don't want answered? <laughs> those are questions we don't want to answer, Justin. <laughs> All right. I, 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 how about the fact we talk about the fact that was it the fucking Browns beat the Broncos? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How yeah. the mighty have fallen. How about yeah. them Broncos, dude? <laughs> How about we just don't ask questions about why women have sex with us? <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, so that happened. And uh, since the payment went through the Trump organization, as we talked about before, the the C, the their CFO was involved and they wrote it up. They 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 wrote it up as some different legal um uh uh, billing like there was with Michael Cohen, so they they yeah. wrote it up as they wrote it up as some kind of a different legal issue. They were paying him because he was their their lawyer for something else. So, so that's just fucking fraud. That's straight up fraud. Like it's also yeah. tax fraud, but it's also you know money laundering. So like that's a thing that is going to come down on the Trump uh, the Trump organization, and that is now run by the kids. So I think you might get your wish. Like it's either going to be Don or Eric. I doubt that they're gonna they're gonna sling any mud at Ivanka for this because she's she's been more on the outskirts of that. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't really I don't really give it to she uh, she doesn't bother me as much as the other ones do. Oh, she really bothers the shit out of me because she uh, she she was elect she was not elected for anything and like well, whenever yeah. whenever Donald Trump wants to go take a piss like she plops her ass down at some summit like what the fuck like can you imagine yeah. can you imagine how much fucking hell would have been raised if Bill Clinton was like, no, nah, I'm going to go get lunch. Uh, Chelsea, why don't you handle this for me? I mean, she was 13 yeah. at the time, but. It's, yeah, it, I mean, I get it. I get it, but yeah. I just mean on a personal level, like, she just doesn't irk me as much as, as fucking uh, Kushner and his, and his sons do. Yes, 
Yes, I I agree. There's this, just like yeah, like there's just like even just even just like fucking like Don Junior's just smug ass face is harder did, to look at. Yeah. Did you ever listen to those podcasts I shot you? With uh, uh the Chapos, no, the Chapos. No, I, yeah, Chapos. no, I haven't. I know what you're talking about though. So, but yeah, but they they basically just spend about forty minutes just 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 absolutely railing on those two because the Fox Nation has these like. Um, has these like forty minute long? I'm sure it's an hour long special on the Trump family, and they just pick Trump members. They're like to do a, an hour long special on, and they were like beside themselves, like, and you know who you start with? You start with the cream of the crop, the top, the you know the top top of the family, the guy that has a basically human face, Eric Trump. Yeah, and they just discuss yeah, they're how all just fucks, and he just discuss that like, and one of the guys on on the trap house was like, like basically just kind of broke down into a screaming fit, going like, "We're we're fucking told that this guy is some kind of boardroom wizard. His entire fucking resume is works for dad." Yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, there, there's nothing about him. Yeah. yeah. That was well, it's a whole fucking family. That's you yeah. Know. Well, Jared Kushner is even in a different ballpark because his entire his entire uh, resume is worked for dad. Yeah, um, went to Harvard because dad uh, bought a building, uh, and then took over the family company when dad went to prison for fraud. Like, nice. It, it yeah, wasn't, it wasn't like he shot up the family business, you know, hierarchy because he was a, a fucking super smart go getter. No, there was a power vacuum at the top because his dad went to jail for a couple years for tax evasion and fraud. There's, awesome. there's no fucking ifs, ands, or bits about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. all those fucks. Again, it's the, it's the, the Trump family and everyone in their orbit is just shit. Yeah. Um, speaking of just shit, moving along down our uh, our conveyor belt of, of yep, yep, yep. fart noises. Yep. See, that's production. That's that's production value right there. High you guys quality. aren't even paying for it. Uh, nope. A uh, Russian agent and NRA uh, girlfriend, I don't know what the fuck you'd call her, uh, pled guilty to conspiracy to cooperate with the, the GOP influencers and the NRA. What was, our Michelle, what was her name again? Maria Butina. That's right. So she is a Russian, uh, a Russian um, person of interest, a Russian national. She had been making these these connections to the gun rights um, lobbyists, mainly the NRA, but any kind yeah. of gun right thing. So she was they they had this group that they said was a Second Amendment a Second Amendment group in Russia, which is an oxymoron because they don't have a Second Amendment. You have no right to a firearm. Yeah, in Russia. no, 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 not whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, no way, fucking Putin would allow that. And so they started this group, and she kept coming over here and meeting with all these influencers. And you can you can Google like there's pictures of her with Rick Santorum and the Trump. Yeah, kids. that's 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 exactly what I'm doing right now. Right. Yeah. yeah, Rick Santorum, the Trump kids, um, Wayne Lapierre, like everybody, you know, heavy hitters with the NRA and and GOP influencers. Like uh, I don't know too many people that are actually in office that she sat with. I think there's some pictures of her with like Lindsey Graham. But like yeah. she would go to these meetings, and she just kept trying to make connections and create these back channels between the Russian government and you know 
people in conservative, you know, gun rights, you know, GOP, gun rights advocates and all this stuff. And uh, she pled guilty to several counts and is going to cooperate. So she's the first actual honest-to-God fucking Russian agent we flipped on this. Um, she was apparently banging some really ugly dude named Paul Erickson. Google that, Shay. That'll make, you, that'll make your day. Oh, uh, wait. Oh, wow. Yeah. He, looks, <laughs> he's, he kind of looks like George Costanza. Right. Like, so yeah, she, no, she's, he's not. she apparently, and the funny thing about this was that, that um, you know, she was accused of trading sex for political favors and, and for access. And it was never really, it was never really show that she did that, but they leaned really hard on the idea that she was just dating this really like pudgy white Republican yeah. activist named Paul Erickson. Like she was just dating him and she's like in her, you know, late twenties or whatever. She's, you know, she can take a good picture. I'm not saying that every picture on her on the internet is, is, you know, gold, but you know, she can be, you know, she can take a good picture yeah. and, Way the fuck out of Erickson's league, that's for sure. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, but, uh, they leaned really hard on the idea that she was trading, like, access for sex, and they could never prove that. But, <laughs> but then, she, but then she and Erickson, like, really crowed way too loud about how awesome their relationship was. And everybody's like, just not buying it. Like, if you see the two of them together, like, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's going No. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to say, like, you know, you never say she's out of your league because leagues aren't a thing, but leagues are totally a thing, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's like, you see her, and then you yeah. see a picture of him, and you're like, dude. You're well, there's, getting fucked there, there's a here. couple of pictures that come up that are very clearly, like, they're trying a little too hard to prove they're oh, together. Yeah. 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 Like, with, like, sparklers and shit. Yeah. It's good stuff. I, I kind of have to, like, I, you know, you kind of my heart of hearts just because I'm a cynical prick. Like, I want to hear the conversation where he's like, all right, all right, I'll go along with this. But we have to have sex once a week. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, there's got, I'd and, love to see the legal framework and, on and that. She's, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, twice a month. And twice like, a month. It's fine. Yeah. And they're going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is back and forth. Like, he's like positions. Yeah. It's, 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 all right, like, no, no kissing on the mouth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. totally pretty, pretty woman situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, who knows? I don't know. But that that's all gone right down the shitter. And uh, the, the funny thing about that was Donald Trump got paid $30 million by the NRA in the 2016 election cycle. Yep. Um, that's not, like, crazy money for them. Um, no. It's not crazy money for them, but it's it was double what they paid Romney. Or gave Romney, and Donald Trump's not necessarily like more Second Amendment than any other Republican candidate. So that 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 double and bump kind of came out of nowhere. And they also were very careful. They used they paid that money out of different accounts that they don't have to report from. So they basically oh. they basically paid it out of petty cash. So that's also like you said a big question. Like you know that big sound. That's basically what's going on here. Everybody's yeah, like, and that's where like <laughs> hmm. yeah yeah okay. Yeah. And the funny, and the, and another, I mean, just kind of going down this rabbit hole because I listened to all this shit. Like the NRA is it is shit up shit creek without a paddle as far as funds go. Um, I don't know if you've heard about these uh, these guys on NRA TV that have getting they've gotten the boot lately. Uh, no, no, I have not. I trust you to keep me a bridge of all the crazy. Uh, I, don't, I don't have time in my day to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, so like the one the the big one that just got the boot was a guy named Dan Bongino. 
He's an ex-Secret yeah. Service agent. He's written a book. He wrote he wrote a book about how shitty the Clintons were to Secret Service agents. That was supposed to be his claim to fame. And he's apparently coming out with another book pretty recently. He's going to be fuck everywhere lately, or in the next couple months, um, for this book. But it's about how uh, Trump was set up by Mueller, and it's all a deep state ploy. And it's, it's oh, a, yeah, 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 yeah. How the, I, I, I've, I've, that that ties into the whole QAnon. Right, and, right. Like yeah, they're, they're all working together. They're gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna, he's going to dry hop this to no end. But So he'll yeah. be popping around. But he just got shit-canned at NRA TV. And what like, for? Just uh, he wasn't bringing any just, money. Okay, like, yeah, I was gonna say like, yeah. Just like they don't have money. He didn't he say anything extra. Like, like no. what did he say that was too racist for yeah, NRA right. TV? Well, that yeah. was like, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's a high water mark. I don't want to know. About. Yeah, um, yeah, but and and as you get farther into this shit, like you find out that like NRA TV is really like just the the mouthpiece and like because like. Uh, this Dana Lash, who's like a very attractive, dark-haired woman who talks about freedom and and smashing, mm-hmm. yeah, owning the libs and and always having your freedom of speech. Like, she's very effective, but she is hardly ever heard anywhere except on NRA TV. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like us. Like you and I. Are oh heard, yeah, yeah. I know this lady. Yeah, yeah I've seen. Yeah. Like, you and I are heard very often on the Woodscast, but very yeah. rarely are we asked to be on MSNBC and spout our, our same nonsense, no. right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's basically where they're coming from. Like, they created an TV and they just shout into the void there. Problem is, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of the fucking wing nuts that look, want to listen to that, particularly. Um, but yeah, but like, but this $30 million that they were given was given in, in the same, uh, you know, Campaign cycle where they, I think, lost like $130 million worth of uh, uh, donation revenue. Like, mm. yeah. I mean, NRA, like, they, they've stopped giving free coffee at, at the NRA offices. Like, that's how shitty things have gotten. Is there, what is there? I mean, they can't, they, I mean, obviously, they don't get their money from fucking dues. It's, it's just, it's just gun. Like, where no, actually, their... it's, it's about 50 50. Right, well, first of all, it... First of all, they will not, of course, release that. They won't list. say, yeah, I know, okay. but that—that's um, why I asked the question. Is like, so what? Because, like, yeah, okay. The, the best, that. the the best estimate is, is that the 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 NRA has has long said it has it has a three hundred fifty million dollar war chest. Yeah, um, and that could very well be true. Still, even now. Um, yeah. But they boast that they have uh the their number the they boast the number of five million to ten million. Excuse me, members. Um, so if you have five million members at the uh, nominal monthly rate at thirty dollars a month, then that makes up one hundred fifty million dollars. And they've admitted to about a hundred and some million dollars worth of you know just gun manufacturer lobby money. So mm. that that makes you know that that kind of fills in the blanks there. They like to say that they're on their way to ten million uh, members. Um, but here at the Woodscast, we have about a couple dozen listeners a week. So technically, we are on our way to 10 million listeners as well. So that is uh, true. That is um, true, yes. You can that's, always, how, that's how numbers work. Yeah, that's yeah. the sliding scale that you can always say, you know. Um, yeah, dude, if you, gotta, if you get one jackass a month to join, you're yeah. technically on your way. Technically on your way, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll just have to see. But, like, the fact that. The fact that I always this, hated that we're on our way. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, like an asshole. Well, it's, it's like, 
Well, it's, I mean, statistics like that are hilarious. Like every president since the dawn of time has has said something along the lines of, "More people bought homes during my administration than ever before," and that's because there were more people in America than ever before. Fuck not. Like that's yeah. how you know. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how, <laughs> that's how works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how us humping each other into existence works. You know, yeah. come on now. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I, mean, I hate to be a cynical prick, but that's how, that's how we 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 went from like one billion people on the planet to eight billion people on the planet. Yeah, right? dude. <laughs> I just I, that that's one of the, I get I get so mad because I here in Colorado it's a big thing you'll see in the news a lot because of the growth rate of the state yeah. where people because people start complaining about like well there's there's just so much traffic. I'm like, well, I mean, it's a good economy. That means there's more people. What do you, you can't have a good economy with more people. That's how that works. Like, it's going to take you longer to get home at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, God. Dipshits. Yeah. Oh, one of, one of my favorite, one of my favorite statistics sailors throw around is like, uh, you know, uh, whatever, whatever uh, losing candidates always like, or winning, you know, whatever winning candidate of the presidential election, they're almost always like, and so-and-so got more votes than anybody in the history of America. I was like, and you know who got the second most? The guy that lost. Because yeah. there were more people in the United States and at the end of this four-year cycle than the last The time. last four years. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so as far as this, as far as this whole, uh, as far as this whole, um, uh, Boutina thing goes, I'm not surprised they were trying to do that because uh, that's just how the Russians work. Yeah. I was just I was just really surprised how how the many people in the Republican base or, or influencers in the Republican Party and the NRA especially were just like fuck it, let's play ball. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's- I, and I, if I, and, and I just and, and I, if I saw something that shady on the left, I would be all mad about that too. But it's oh, just yeah. there's only just one side that keeps doing this stuff to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's only one side that keeps talking to Russians and going, "Listen, we didn't talk to Russians. Well, we have a list of sixteen people that said they didn't talk to Russians that we know they talked to Russians. Like, well, we might have talked to Russians. Yeah, well, we might have talked to them. Like I was talking. What, uh, what's yeah. a Russian? Yeah. Well, it depends talking, on how you define right. Russian. Well, yeah, I, was, I was talking to a buddy of mine on, on the Facey Spaces of my book the other night, and he was like, he's a, he's gotten much more conservative in recent years than I remember him being since last time I saw him. And he was like, well, you know, if Hillary Clinton would have done da, 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 I'm like, you know what? They didn't charge her for anything. Right now there are so many charges against the, the Trump administration. It's not even fucking funny. He was like, well, you know, like the, you can turn anything to a crime. It's like. Yes, when you lie to federal investigators, that is perjury. I have zero fucking, you know, like, like talking to to Russian um, nationals during a transition, pre- uh, during the transition period of a presidency is not the fucking most outlandish thing in the world. Like, no, like the conversation would literally go, "Hey, I know you want us to work on these sanctions. We kind of want to work on them too because we didn't put them there, and we think they're kind of dumb." But just hold, hold, you know, you know, put a pin in this. Give me like four weeks when we're in power and we can work on it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Which you don't, remember, don't you lie remember about when, that. Yeah. Don't lie about it. You remember <laughs> when, yeah. Don't, you remember when literally that happened to Obama? Mm-hmm. Like he literally had a hot mic and was talking about how he'd have more wiggle room after the election. 
And 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 then when it came out, he's like, yeah, that was me because it's it's true. Like if I'm still the president, I'll have more wiggle room. Yeah. <laughs> like it was really, and they kept trying to throw that out. So you go, and they're like, nah, it's different. That's pretty yeah. different because they yeah. lied about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they keep lying about it. Yeah, um, I just. I'd really do see that conversation going like, well, we've got all these people that say you did. And we know they talked to him. Well, how do you, well, how do you define Russian? They're like air quotes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Yeah. All right. And then the last thing that we want to talk about, about the insane corruption is, uh, have you heard about this whole, the, 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 the Trump, uh, inaugural camp, uh, inaugural committee is being federally investigated now. Uh, Yes. This cracks yep. me up because this made no sense from jump. I mean, Barack Obama's 2009 uh, inaugural committee raised like $47 million. Let's, let's round mm-hmm. off to 50, $50 yeah, million. Dollars, okay. Raised $50 million. Less than twice what uh, the Trump administration's inauguration raised. They raised $107 million. From the word go, Nobody knew what the Trump administration was spending this fucking money on. Because, like, Barack Obama had Beyonce and Jay-Z at a concert. And they paid them $5 million. Um, yeah. Trump had this concert with, like, three uh, country country music acts and, like, some guy I still have never heard of. And they paid those guys $25 million. Like, all of these numbers just didn't make any sense. And, like... Rachel Maddow has been all over this because the second that this like the minute they released the number that they'd raised one hundred seven million dollars, Rachel Maddow was like, "For fucking what? Like, what yeah. are you spending on? Like, <laughs> what are you doing with it? Like, like what the shit? Because like in in and not just political like bipartisan or like partisan lenses, like just in if you're just gonna look at like how many events the Trump administration had." Versus the Obama administration, it was like it was it was almost half half as many as events as the Obama administration. Yeah, it was actually a point of pride for the Trump administration because they were like, "Yeah, Trump doesn't want to go to seven banquets; he just wants to get in the White House and get to work." Which now yeah. we now we know he spent like a third of his time at fucking Mar-a-Lago. We know that's horseshit, but whatever. Yeah, that's for the next podcast. Because yep. um, I think the next one we're gonna do, he'll we'll. He will be on vac- like a 16-day vacation. What the fuck? Um, I mean, yeah. So it's like he was like, no, I don't want to have all these 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 big ballrooms and all these big parties. I just want to get to work. It's like, well, we know now because nobody fucking likes you. But then it was just he's like, all right, whatever. You don't want to have as many balls and parades. Okay, so you want to have half, you know, the, a shorter parade and half as many parties. Fantastic. Why the fuck do you need twice as much money to pay for it then? And like, yeah. Right after the fact, there was a report that like twenty some million dollars had been had been had been paid to one of Ivanka's friends who had just created a business like days beforehand to like help organize. Like it's one of those like shell companies that was created. Out of yeah, there. yeah. Let's see. Right. Like, okay, you guys want to be shady fucks? That's fine. But then it, like, it, you can't. Okay, like, and the thing is, is like, I honestly. I understand where this is coming from, from like, I, I I legitimately think this is what happened. These people have been operating this way their entire lives and it didn't fucking matter because Trump wasn't the goddamn president. Right. Now that he is, and I've said this a million times, once you become president, every single thing you have ever done is my business. Right. Um, I oh, mean, of course. 
yeah, like that's just I don't I don't I, you know, I turn over every rock. I don't care. And when they throw someone Democratic in the White House, fucking rake them over the coals too. I want to learn everything I can about. Them. I don't care what how you know. I don't care who's in that office. You don't get the right to privacy. And I really think they did all this shit because this sounds a lot like the stuff that the Trump family has done for generations. It's just now they're under the microscope for it because of the office. Right. And it's, it's hilarious. Like I really think they're just blindsided by the fact that anybody is looking and cares. Well, and they're, and they're also, they're also very offended that people even try to look. Yeah. That's, that's your, that's your key thing that they, like it really is. I think to a point, like all jokes aside, I really don't think, I really think it wasn't like necessarily the evilest of intentions. Be evil beyond normal corporate America rich person evil. Like you know, it it's it that this is how they've always done things. And the fact that they're so offended that people want to look now that they're running the country shows you that's how they've always done things. Which is going to make it hilarious once the Democrats take the house. Oh <laughs> yeah, all their shit. Well, and, and like Trump keeps talking about how there's these red lines they can't cross. No, what's sir. that? No, there's no, literally sir. nothing. Yeah. No, as the as the as the sitting president of the United States, you are you are a servant of the people. Yeah. You don't get to cross those lines, and the fact that they he gets so flustered, and these little fucking kids that 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 toddle around the White House that haven't done anything except work for Dad, you know, yeah. are are gonna get like fucking belligerent about. What I want to know and when I want to know it. You know, fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Like, yeah, no, it's 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 yeah, it it it, it and again, it's just it's to to a certain extent. I honestly believe a lot of this stuff they're going to get nailed for. They probably oh didn't like they they're just, they're just like ah, it doesn't matter. It's fine because it's never mattered in corporate America, but it fucking matters now, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. When you, when you, when your dad, when you, it's literally the most powerful office on the planet. We're going to look at some shit. Well, and it's like, kind of, and it's, and it's, and it's kind of that whole thing about walking into a job that you have to share with two other equal branches of government. This whole, yeah, you know, this whole, this whole, uh, you know, d- distribution of powers thing, you know, checks and balances. You know, I guess I don't know what the fuck they thought was going to happen. Like, you know, there's all this, there's all these rumor reports and report you know, innuendo. Like the fact that Rex Tillerson is saying that Donald, he had to tell Donald Trump over and over again, you can't do that because it's illegal. And Donald Trump yeah. was like, Donald Trump was like, what the fuck? Like, I want to be able to do it. Yeah. You know, and in the past, you know, and it makes sense because when you have a company that's the kind of company hit you know it's a legacy company it's a family company right you only surround yourself with people that tell you what you want to hear right. like it makes perfect sense like there's never gonna in the past people have probably not buy it's and especially as a private business it's probably just easier for him to just like well whatever we'll we'll pay for the legal damages and move on yeah. i don't have to worry about it yeah who gives yeah. a shit yeah yeah so, so basically like I have one more comment on this, and then we should take a, take a, 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 a squeeze break and, and, and fill up our, our, our bruise receptacles because uh, we have we have two more things to talk knock out real quick before we uh, we wrap this up. But yeah, um, now we're in fourteen minutes. That's not bad. Let's not go. bad. Um, but here's the thing: I am not I am not under some kind of fucking rainbow quilt idea that corporate America is always awesome. No. I am sure that. Miller Lite and Captain Morgan 
and Xbox or Microsoft, whatever, you know, whatever shell you want to put it under, have done some shitty things to yep. make their bottom line as good as it can be and to, you know, maybe, you know, to to make sure that the, the company didn't go under on their first couple of years of being a corporation. But you also aren't the president, you know, the leader of the free world. Yeah, like that's you did those. The uh, Microsoft doesn't get to decide whether or not to launch nukes. Like right. that's exactly. And then again, it's that it's that it's that it's that that's the like exception to the rules. Like, well, but no, when you're the president, honestly, as far as government, let's just let's government in general. Like, I'd say this all the way down to to you you know oh, yeah. local levels. Like, if answer. you choose to serve. Which is what it is. You're a you're, you're a public servant. Like, dude, once you do that, everything, uh, everything. Like, obviously, like, no, you, the shit that goes on in your bedroom is, you know, yeah. that's, that's awful. But, but like, who you're fucking doesn't matter unless it's like, I don't know, Russian spy. <laughs> you know, uh, that's true. <laughs> well, that might be kind of important, but. Uh, but yeah, no, like, like with you know, but like, if you're a government, like all the shit is now now our business, and if yeah. you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. You shouldn't have run for office. Yeah, if if, if you're gonna run for dog catcher in Calvary yeah. County, and then be pissed off when somebody asks you what are you spending your budget on, then you you shouldn't be in public service. Like that's just no, not how exactly. that works. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly like that's the like. And and I'm I'm pretty sure any any good campaign manager or political consultant will tell you like yo once you once it's public service like nothing's off limits like realistically like once you're a public yeah. servant it's all on the fucking table and someone's gonna find it. So yeah, like if you're if you're the mayor of of, of a small town, let's say Huntington, West Virginia, mm-hmm. you're caught when you're caught having an affair. Yeah, that's shitty, and you might lose an election because people now don't think you have any morals. But that has nothing to do with the budget of Huntington. Yeah, right. Yeah, like those are the so. those are the distinctions that you can make. But yeah, people should like if you come if like suddenly you buy a four thousand dollar fucking chair to sit in. Like I would want to know why you bought a four thousand dollar chair to sit in. You know, yeah, my, my the chair I'm sitting in right now it was it's actually pretty shitty now, but it was three hundred dollars five years ago. It was a good chair. Yeah, I think, I think that I think the chair my ass is in right now was like thirty nine ninety nine from Walmart. I liked it. I sat in. I was like, this is pretty good. I got like three more of them around the house now. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's all you need. Like, I love it, especially with this shit where people like <laughs> these public offices, they're just like, well, I shouldn't have to justify how I'll spend my money. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you really should. That's, that's like, that's like fucking why you're there, dude. Like, yeah. And also, I, elected, I elected you to do stuff because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> like, so I need you to be above board. Because I'm not above board. Yeah. And honestly, this attitude you're giving me makes you want to call right up your ass and set up shop now. Yeah, yeah, dude. Now, <laughs> so what do we? Yeah, exactly. That's the big thing. It's like, well, you know. And I hate to. I, I, I don't. In, in a, in a fucking free society, this logic is not good. I don't like it. But well, you know, if you're a public servant, and if you've got nothing to hide, why do you care if I'm looking? Like, yeah. if why you haven't you... done anything wrong, let me flip through your taxes here. You know, that's why you're so. I mean. Shay, you're saying that exact thing in a in a week that I read an article where two uh, two nuns embezzled over five hundred thousand dollars to go on a gambling trip. 
Yeah, it's all that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like awesome. Yeah, nuns. Amblin does badass. Yeah, it's all awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's take a squeeze break and we'll get back. We got two other things to knock out. One of those I know is is close to your heart, and that's hate sex. Oh, dude, I love that hate sex. Go, go. And we're back. We've all we've taken our our uh, mid podcast squeege. As uh, as someone who never actually listens to the podcast, is I assume it's just in the middle of it. It goes all right, a break, and then like ten seconds later, all right, we're back. Uh, there's actually no break. Yeah, I just hit pause, oh, okay. and so like the people who are listening to this here, all right, we're gonna go on break. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> okay, it's almost instant. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're back. And we're back. Um. I guess in it's theory, like we're gods. They don't know what time it is. <laughs> I guess in theory we would come back after some, uh, you know, some sponsors or something. Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just peeing because I was drinking a bunch. Amen. Um, yeah. All right. So the two things that I want to talk about. One, we don't really need to talk too much about. It. It's just a funny thing. Uh, apparently, Donald Trump can't find anybody to be his next chief of staff. <laughs> That shit's pretty funny. <laughs> it's like, getting really funny. It's getting yeah. super fucking silly. Who is like just calling out like people that haven't even been like officially asked, or maybe they've been asked in a back channel, you know? But like people are just fucking sounding off on network TV. Nope, don't want to do it. Yeah. So General nope. Kelly is going to leave at the end of the year. So for those of you who've been living in a cave for a while, General Kelly took the job in July of 2017, and his job was to bring order to the White House, structure to the White House. To be, you know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what it's going to be like moving forward. It's good. Yeah. He, he's leaving right as the Democrat. He knows what's up. He's like, oh, I'm yeah. not staying for this shit show. Yeah. He's, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he, he he had said to several people, like, I'd heard reports and read, read articles where he was going to serve for a year. You know, that he was a you know, yeah. military general. He was going to, you know, his, you know, the world could have ended six months into it, but he was going to serve as well, you know, at least a year. Yeah. And uh, so he's going to bounce at, uh, at the end of the year. Um, he was supposed to bring structure and order to the White House. Um, you can judge uh, on your own whether that happened. Um, so the next thing that Donald Trump wanted to do is he wanted to hire um, uh, Mike Pence's, you know, Vice President Mike Pence's chief of staff, uh, a guy named Nick Ayers. Uh, this guy is a complete political animal. Like he's made like th- estimates are between like thirty-five and fifty million dollars as a political consultant, and he's like thirty-six. He's like he's a young guy. Like he is, and then to be offered that position, like yeah. the fact that he turned that down yeah. means he knows he's like, no, nah, dude, that's suicide. I'm not touching yeah. that shit. Well, and, like, and apparently yeah. the the offer was like he had to agree to a solid two years. He had to fi- he had to agree to finish out Donald Trump's term, uh, first term as uh, chief of staff, and he just wouldn't yeah. do it. And it was kind of, and it, and it's kind of like a, it was kind of a double double edged sword because he said that like the, his his reasoning for turning it down, like you and I know, it was because it was going to be a complete shit show. Yeah. But this guy Nick Ayers was like, he said that he wanted to spend more time with his family and like his his kids really needed him. And yeah, I think he has triplets. Like he's got like six year old triplets, like something crazy like that. And uh, um, he was like, no, I can, I need to spend time with my family. But you can't say that you need to spend time with your family and then go back to being the vice president's chief of staff. So he just no. bolted. Like, he's out. Like, he left yeah. he, he left the White House totally. So the, I mean, I, he, I think I think that's because he was like, oh, this is my out. And he just got out. Like, he knows. He's like, oh, this is it. It's totally legit. Okay, great. I'm out. Yeah. 
that that's that's totally Again, understandable. Yeah, because if any anyone in those rooms with moderate intelligence knows as soon as the Democrats take the House next year, their jobs in the White House are all going to be a lot harder. Oh, like, yeah. They're like all the uh, all of the like the, the aides and the staff, everybody's going to be working double time to deal with all the shit that's going to be going on. I, and uh, one of one of the that it's it's funny you say that because one of my favorite people um, in on um, MSNBC now is Nicole Walls. You'll Nicole you'll know the name Nicole Walls because she was George W. Bush's press secretary. That's right. That's right. Okay. She was George W. Bush's press secretary. I mean, I, I vaguely recall a person. Yeah. I was I was pretty young, but yeah. And and she's uh she has a show. It's like at four p.m. my time in Central Time, so like, it's like three p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time or whatever. But it's I think it's, it's Deadline Washington. I think it's the name of the show. Mm-hmm. And you know she was you know a a, a Republican president's uh secretary uh press secretary, and she was in charge of um. You've watched the movie Game Change, right? I think I've told you to watch this like a dozen times. Probably not. Okay. Uh, that it, does ring a bell. It's The movie Game Change is, is based off the book Game Change. It was written by um, two uh, political writers in Washington, and they interviewed like over 300 people that were involved with the McCain and Obama campaigns in 2008. And so basically they chronicled the, the pick of Sarah Palin, her her envelopment into the campaign and then her you know subsequent just going fucking bonkers you know during the end of the campaign and nicole walsh was the one that was paired with her to like prep her for these interviews like she was the one like she was the one nicole walsh was the was the single person sarah palin blamed for her just a horrible uh katie Couric interview where she couldn't name a thing she uh uh, uh you know, yeah. she'd read. Yeah, yeah 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 i do, <laughs> yeah. I do remember that so one. like she was the one that was paired with her to like lead her through that and she just couldn't do it like she and you know and um so she she was she's she is as a republican goes she has a lot of, of fucking integrity and she has this show on msnbc and she's like listen i have had this job Spin when I was in the White House meant you take the facts and you present them in the best way possible. You don't just lie to the American people. Like she's just beside herself, like how this administration lies to American people. Yeah. And so, like, it's funny you say that because, like, this position, like, you, like, she was talking about this too. She's like, this is a kingmaker position. Like, you don't pass this up. You don't pass this position up because, like, if you're the chief of staff of a president, like, you can write your own ticket after the fact. But she also said something that I thought was hilarious. She, like, when, when the Democrats, like, that night um, when the Democrats were, like, like kind of still butthurt that they hadn't beaten Ted Cruz and Florida wasn't going their way. But, like, all the other races seemed to be going okay. And we wouldn't know for, like, another three weeks that they just trounced everybody else, like, down the ticket, you know. Like, that late that night. Uh, Nicole Wallace was like, listen, you guys don't understand. Like, these people in the White House don't understand. They all need to get fucking lawyers right now. Like, yeah. as, soon, as soon as the Democrats take control of Congress and have subpoena power, she's like, I have been there. I have lived through this. Like, the day after that election, I got a lawyer. And everybody else got a fucking lawyer. Because they're going to come to you and say, I want every email you've ever 
uh, every email and text you've made since like fucking January of you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah. She's like, like their world is going to be turned on its ear, and these fucking people don't know how to deal with it because they can't deal with it when it's going their way, and they have all yeah. three branches of government. Yeah, uh, it's a, I, oh, I just, I'm, oh, that makes me so, it makes me so mad because it always comes back to that. It's like it's been such a shit show up until now. People, you, everybody needs to understand this. It's been a shit show up until now. You think it's been a shit show with all three branches of government for the Republicans. Now that it's not, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get crazier. Oh. It's, this is, this is gonna be like the real test because the next two years are gonna be brutal. Well. And also, like, just, just to follow up on what you just said, that it's everybody talks about how it's been a shit show, and they've controlled all three branches of government. Like, and let's be very clear here. I know uh, uh, um, OAC uh, or AOC, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I was, I, I, it's a long name and I butcher it, but like, she got, she got like run up a flagpole for like boffing this. Like, let's just be very clear. The Republicans control at this very day that we're recording this, you know, December sixteenth. They control the House and the Senate and the White House. And for the and and this is a, this is an unofficial thing to say. <clears throat> they control the Supreme Court. They have a they have a conservative majority on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Doesn't mean they always vote that way, but they have a foothold there. So that's what Shannon yeah. are saying when they say they control all three branches of of, of the federal government. Um, but yeah, like. But the other thing that's funny, and I don't want to harp on this too much because we could go down this rabbit hole forever, but like they have spent the last, what, 18 months acting as the victim when they control all the fucking levers of power. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? I, well, it's because they spent the entire Obama administration being victims, and now they don't know how to not do that. Like, that's there are so many people, and that, and that's not just like, like my opinion, you can like look at it. Well, I mean, it is my opinion, but like you can look. There are people. There are obviously that's my opinion. That's the whole point of this stupid fucking thing uh, that we're doing. Uh, but uh, you can look. You can look at it. That there were people who came to power playing the victim. That's how they got where they're at. And now that they're not, it didn't. They don't know what to do. Yeah. Like. Like they're the, that whole. I mean, you could make the argument for people like Alex Jones. Like, I mean, he's been doing that shtick for longer than the last ten years. But I mean, like, oh, he, he rose. He rose he had to, to prominence. Yeah, he's he, but he really rose to prominence during the Obama administration because that's when he could play the victim and and he had a big bad. Um, and a lot, a lot now that now a lot of those people have done the same thing and they're in government and now they don't know how to fucking govern. Yeah, because that's yeah, yeah. It's, it's all it's all fine and dandy until you actually have to do some shit. We we need to put a pin in that and and really revisit that and spend like really block out like thirty or forty minutes to talk about how Paul Ryan was nominated to Congress at twenty eight. He was the whiz kid of all whiz kids. Yep. And he was gonna be he was he was the budget wonk. He was the guy that was always gonna write the budget that was gonna save America. Never passed one single fucking budget while he was Speaker nope. of the House. And now uh, he did he did really super awesome things like say that we should raise the uh, retirement age so that we could pay for more Social Security. But a uh, uh, little blue-eyed motherfucker is going to retire at 49 with a full pension and yeah. just goes merry way. You know, I mean, and, and look, I mean, what, in the last year, the budget deficit has sprung up 17%. That's just off the top of my head. Like, I haven't even looked at years past that. Like, we need, we need to do a podcast where... 
we get on like John Maddie and uh, John John be good at this. He's he's a numbers guy. Like we just fucking just fucking rake Paul. I'm so sad that people are poor Ryan over the coals for just doing everything, like not doing a single goddamn fucking thing he said he was going to do, and then bouncing the second it got hard. Yeah, no, it's that's, that's this whole generation of, of fucking. It's the Tea Party Republicans. It's the, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. pieces. Yeah, they're all pieces of shit. All right, so just just to recap, uh, Nick Ayers said he wouldn't do it. Chris Christie said he wouldn't do it. Oh yeah, he, I forgot that's what we were talking we're sorry, about. We're sorry, <laughs> Chief Staff. Yeah. Talk about you, Steph. So Nick Ayers said no. Chris Christie says no. And Chris Christie is a fucking political. Like Chris Christie left the governorship of New Jersey with a fifteen percent approval rating. When he says that chief of staff job is a fucking step down, you're fucked. You're fucked. Uh, well, here's the thing. He was. I'm. Was he offered, or did he publicly say don't offer? Like. No, he Don't went and met. He me. went and met. He went and met at the White House. I think he was okay. given an honest got offer. Okay, um, okay, because that was a because the, the the there was there's been a couple of those messages where it sounds like people are just preemptively saying like, "Yo, I don't want it." Yeah, well, uh, you're right. Uh, Donald Trump has said that he's got a list of 15 people or 10 or 15 people that totally want to do it, and he won't release the list, of course. Um, but uh, Chris Christie did go uh, talk and sit with the White House. He said no. Newt Gingrich said no without even oh, being God. Rick, Newt Gingrich, what the fuck is he doing these days? Anyway, go ahead. Uh, he has uh, probably about 13 different businesses that tell you how awesome Newt Gingrich is. Yeah. Um, that's his thing. Rick Santorum said he wouldn't wouldn't take it without being asked. The thing that really stuck in my crawl was that there were several uh, solid articles that said that Trump was thinking about making Kushner the chief of staff. And that would have made me... Just take a day off work and drink the entire day. Just the yeah. entire day. No, dude, that's oof. such incestuous bullshit right there. Yeah, right. That's just no. Yeah. So where we are right now is that Nick Mulvaney, who is the head of the government government accountability office, I believe, so government uh, budget budget account, accountability office, I think something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who's on record saying Donald Trump is a terrible? Yes. Yes. That's so good. So he's gonna be. He's gonna. He's gonna hang on as the acting uh, chief of staff starting in 2019. Um, He's already on record in 2016 saying Donald Trump is a terrible human being. And just to just to just to put a pin in this, and we can move on. um, There is a tweet from like 2012 where Donald Trump said that. Uh, Barack Obama has had three uh, three chiefs of staffs in three years. That's why he can't push his agenda through. Uh, Nick Mulvaney would make a third chief of staff in less than two years, and we haven't even gotten a third, like the fourth, the 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 fourth official guy yet. So, oh yeah, it's, it's there's mean, always it's, a fucking tweet. It's always a fucking tweet for it. It's amazing. Well, I mean, there's a the, the just so you know, one of the the best subreddits right now is uh, Trump criticized Trump. Oh, like it, it's it's why hard did Trump. You not send this to oh, me I'm sorry, I, I might have, but it's it's uh, I'll send it Trump to you after this. Yeah. It, and it's literally just a, it's just it's 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 typically the way it's curated oh. is it's always it's it's always Trump tweets that are relevant oh. to what's going on in the news now, but from like two years ago. <laughs> exactly. Like right. it's it's so good, and it's it's a lot of moments like that, but it's a whole subreddit dedicated to it. Well, and on in all honesty, I post a lot of bullshit. Oh yeah, dude. Don't ask me to like remember all of it, 
but also I'm not the fucking sitting POTUS. Exactly, and that's the thing is like, and I, you know, and I, don't, uh, I need this is something that's been bugging me a lot, and the one that just bugs me about politics in general. But like, I've been thinking about it a lot, and we could talk about this on another episode. But like, the idea of a flip flop on an opinion, like, yo, you should be able to change your opinion. Right. Like that's a thing. Like if someone comes to you and and presents you with a bunch of facts that alter your perception on the situation, you should be able to say like, "Oh, I never thought of it that way." Now I think of it, you know what I mean? Like that like changing your opinion's not bad, but like goddamn dude, like it, it I mean, god it, it, it's it's almost like he's trying to directly do the opposite of the shit he was saying about it. Like yeah. it like he's got it's like Trump has a list of his own tweets. He's like, oh, "I'm going to do that." Yeah. That's the one I'm going to do today. Like uh, I'm going to fire my chief of staff because I said this like 3 years ago. Yeah. It's going to be hilarious. Like and the chief of staff is sitting in his office just doing his shit going, "What? What happened? Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Like you should always be able to change you know, change your mind. Like if like let's just pick like all right. The, one of the stats I was reading earlier today, you know, uh, Medicare for all. People talk about Medicare for all because it's gonna like it's gonna cost way much more money than we have. Like, but if yeah. you look at the numbers, like if we keep our current system of healthcare, that would cost like forty seven trillion dollars. Yeah, and Medicare for all would cost thirty trillion dollars. Like, so yes, it's an outpay of thirty trillion dollars. But if you look at it in like ten years, it's going to save us seventeen. Like, okay, if I'm a if I'm a congressman and I've been saying like Medicare for all is stupid, and you bring me those numbers, I'm like, huh? Yeah, huh. you're right. I was wrong. That that makes right? sense. Right, and you should be able to flip flop on that. But then if I was saying Medicare for all is the greatest idea ever. And then uh, a conglomeration of hospitals give me twenty million dollars for my reelection campaign, and I suddenly go, you know what? I think Medicare for all is really stupid now. <laughs> yeah, like, that's different. That's yeah, the flip flop where you should be the, set on fire yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, you know, like when uh, God, who was it? Was it at one point Coca Cola was uh, got in oh, trouble Mormons. because they had, they they that like Coca Cola had said like soda is a hydrating beverage but it turned out that, that, that they were the ones that had paid for the study and everybody's like no wait a minute oh yeah well there's there's also now i, I this is kind of hearsay and rumor which is what the woods cast is about um, all about it but i i, I heard but your facts uh, to my feeling fight yeah yeah i heard that um like the the idea that breakfast is the most important meal was was a study that was paid for by like cereal companies i'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that was specifically kellogg yeah, and I it would like make that sense. was like him. That was a marketing thing, like a yeah, very successful would, one. Yeah, that would make that would make perfect sense. Like I get that. Yeah. All right. Um. So the last thing we're gonna skip out number four here. Fuck that. The ACA is not gonna go away because some jackass in in Texas ruled it's gonna go away. It'll be appealed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the th- last thing that we need to talk about is hate sex and the Conways. Oh man, dude, that's gotta get weird. This is and I, I want. Is there something? Wanna, is there something new going on that I didn't miss about? Or? I want to pre- preference this to say that you know, for those of you that listen to the Woods Cast, uh, you know, you know, religiously, like you should, of course. Of course. Um, uh, how would you uh, know what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> how would you know what's without going on? without without listening to us pound beers and talking to the void of the internet? Um, yeah. No. So Shay had 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 to recently say goodbye to his best friend in the world. His, little furry friend Roland, but during 
what what I have I know was a, a low time in your life. You sent me a message that said, and this is a quote. Side note: the hate sex between Conway <laughs> and her husband must be brutal. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's yeah. I mean, it's just it's it is either the most care it, it is either the most carefully choreographed public relationship that like this is a thing they're doing like they're consciously deciding to do like which i honestly wouldn't be surprised well if, and like, honestly, this, because they're both political actors and they this, know what this, they're doing yeah they know yeah, what they're they doing. know so they're not that, that kelly and conway may be evil i wouldn't say she's smart but she knows what she's doing she's not dumb She's not stupid. Yeah, exactly. And like, so it's either that's what's going on or they have the most hateful apocalyptic marriage yeah. you could possibly <laughs> imagine that is just nothing but throwing furniture and knives at each other yeah. until kind of like that scene in Mr. and Mrs. Smith where they're fighting each other until oh, they yeah. end up banging. Like, that's oh, what yeah. it's going to be like. And they, they've, they've got to go out and do these pundit shows so they can replace entire living room sets that they smash because they're trying to kill each other until they have sex. Yeah. Like, it's going to be, it's got to be, oh, I can't imagine the dynamic in that relationship well and you know what either side of that coin i find hilarious oh it's both yeah yeah the like realistically for the pur purposes of logic it's probably a very carefully choreographed dance that they do but um you know mainly well, because if anything because they're both smart people and if one divorces the other all that shit's out in public <laughs> right oh well, yeah because yeah, because because that that divorce decree whatever whatever i mean you think people uh, covered uh, Michael Avenatti to, saying he was going to run for presidency while run for the presidency while representing Stormy Daniels? You think people covered that shit too much? Wait, wait until George, uh, Kellyanne Conway files for a divorce from George Conway and see if people aren't just fucking camping out. Like there will be people sitting on top of their cars, just like what's going on, guys? How you, you doing? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Um, but no, I, I agree with you. Like. Those two sides of that coin are both equally entertaining to me, but I, yeah. I have, I have I, to, I, I, I kick I have that around a lot. With, I have to go with the fact that they're probably very coordinated and very smart about this. Because, oh, um, yeah, whatever. I'm sure they love each other. He he probably loves the fact that she's basically uh, maleficent for Disney yeah. universe. Yeah. Well, but also, I mean, but like, okay, I can throw some, I can throw some evidence the other way. I mean. The fact that they uh, are basically hating each other on Twitter, but stay together for you know their quote unquote perfect their perfect marriage. Um, you know, yeah. Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton are still fucking married. It's true, and I'm and I'm sure there there isn't a lot of pleasant conversation happening around that fucking dinner table nowadays. Dude, I mean, like, first of all, like, I, don't, I hate that it always comes back to this, but like. Hillary Clinton just does not seem like like I, I bet on like an interpersonal level like if you meet her in a room she's perfectly wonderful but the public persona is she is such a fucking just stone faced person because that's what she's had to do right. after all the shit she's been through like so it's so hard to imagine that she's like cordial and nice but I believe it but like like that but you're right like i can't imagine how awkward some of the dinners around that table must be especially when fucking bill runs his mouth and says some dumb shit because he's oh, yeah. like fuck yeah but like and, and like okay, i'm not so, present anymore it sounds like a problem yeah so and and we've talked about this before like but let's take it let's take a quick aside here and talk about like just real quick one example of how women are treated differently than men in in places of power like nancy pelosi is one is is one of the best and most effective speakers of the house we've ever had yeah but 
but since 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 she has been uh, Speaker of the House, she's had like uh, I would say a handful of, of like covers of magazines. But the second uh, Paul Ryan was elected Speaker of the House, he was like some kind of wonder kid, and yeah. everybody you know he was just, you know and he's just you know it, you know anytime that she was she brought out the knives to get some policy passed. She was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to play nice. I'm going to fuck with this person because I need this. You know, I need their vote. I need this legislation passed. She was called a bitch and, you know, all the stuff because, yeah. you know, asked if she was too old to do the job. Whereas, uh, fucking Paul Ryan wouldn't take the job without being guaranteed. He'd have his weekends free. Like he's like, I want, you know, he's like you, nobody else gets, uh, you know, personal leave, but I want it for me, you know, all this yeah. bullshit, you know, and yeah, she might. She you know, like she has her own problems to speak of the house, but she's like, it's almost always because she's a fucking woman. Yeah, I mean, there, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I, I, I respect the hell out of Nancy Pelosi, and she's fucking smart, and you can like that interaction. She, I can't believe we would talk about this where she had that interaction with Trump. Oh, yeah. Trump like, well, then put it to the vote if you've got the votes. Just do it right now. Go for it, dude. Like yeah. that was like he was. She's basically like, yo, this is how our our government works, Donnie. Um, <laughs> I hate They're, that I have to explain this to you. Yeah, yeah. But, like, and she was so poised, and that was very clearly designed to, like, surprise. Because they, they didn't know there'd be cameras there. Yeah. They didn't, That was very clearly intended to take advantage of the fact they would be caught off guard. And it did not work, because she's too smart for that. Um, however, all of that said, she is awesome. Um, there, is, there is some validity to the argument that she, as of now, for me, she still represents a very entrenched... Oh, old yeah, school yeah. method oh, of yeah. doing things. Oh yeah, but that doesn't mean she can't change, and that doesn't mean that you know. And I'll be I'll, I, everyone that I don't I don't really like. Those are the reasons I would be okay with someone else taking the house. But show me one fucking person that can do the job. Oh wait, yeah, you can't because no. there's well, in it. In all honesty, you want somebody that's done the job before, so you can hit the ground right running. Now. Yeah, right, right now, now it's gonna be a shit. Like, there's nobody else that's gonna be able to handle that. Like, shut well, the fuck up, people. Like, come on. Well, and also like the if argument... she was a man, you're right. Nobody would care. Yeah, uh, the argument uh, argument against her being Speaker in the House was A, we don't want her Speaker of the House, which yeah, is yeah. not an argument at all. And no. B, nobody would fucking step up to take her to, to take the place. Like, no. there was just this general rumor murmur that, like, we should have a new leader. It's like, well, then somebody step the fuck up and do it. Like, yeah, no. yeah uh, we don't want to go that far. Yeah. So, anyway, so that was an aside. Let's get back to how, how much the uh, Conways are hate fucking each other. Um, so first of all, t- to your theory that they aren't like busting up an entire thing of Pier One furniture every night and then scrogging like there's no tomorrow. George Conway was not a never Trumper. Now he's a, he's a he's a uh, DC lawyer, not he's not an idiot. Um, so he actually introduced uh, his wife Kellyanne to Trump and you know kind of said, you know, you could really help him out. Like, she could help you out. So, And that's how kind of she became the, the, the last and final and the winning Trump campaign chairman. Not the one that is uh, currently going to go to jail for, like, ever. Um, wow, I forgot she did that. She was yeah, a campaign she's a campaign manager. She's currently, like, his senior advisor. Like, some kind of, one of these, like, nebulous, I'm going to go on CNN and defend him no matter and what. she gets a check for it, yeah. I exactly. Hear but but this is where this gets funny because since Donald Trump became Donald Trump, uh, George Conway has become extremely critical of him. <laughs> Excuse me on Twitter. He's had some really great lines, um, like uh, um, 
he, and he's just been he's just been completely critical of him on Twitter, and uh, one of the um, and and it's been like this big thing because like Kellyanne Conway's job is to go out on CNN and say like, hey, uh, you know, Donald Trump has never done anything wrong and will never do anything wrong, and then like like fourteen minutes after she says that, George Conway is like on <laughs> on Twitter going, man, Donald Trump is such a piece of shit. Like what a what a sack of shit. I can't believe anybody works for this guy. And yeah. so there's that 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 uh that um total uh, conflict is what happens. So like we were talking about we were talking about when um there was uh the last one that was really funny it really caught my eye was that um like December seventh uh, we had the Flynn um sentencing memo where the Department of Justice uh, I'm sorry the Mueller probe basically said like uh, General Flynn has cooperated um to a very, very large extent. We appreciate his work. You know, he's helped us on these two uh, different investigations. And then this third one, the third one was like completely blacked out. Nobody knows what it is yet. Um, so basically the, none of the filings said Donald Trump colluded with Russia. So of course, Donald Trump tweets totally clear as president. Thank you. And then right after that, George Conway tweets, except for that little part where the U S attorney's office says you directed and coordinated with Cohen to commit two felonies. Other than that, totally scot free. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that like, was gold. Like he is just fucking dunking on Trump you, left and right and on Twitter. No, Trump, Trump sees him because oh, it's yeah, so. Yeah. It's, yeah, you know yeah. he does. And so most recently, uh, Kellyanne Conway, like after all, after this this recent, um, you know, Michael Cohen thing, she went on and she sparred with uh, Chris Cuomo on CNN about how um, she basically said that the fact that Donald Trump was heard on tape. Agreeing with, uh, agreeing and coordinating with uh, Michael Cohen to pay these women off didn't really matter, and that um, when he said on Air Force One like several several months ago, like he had no clue what anybody was talking about, he had never known anything about it, he was lying. And Kellyanne Conway goes, "Oh uh, no, he's not lying. Uh, that's just not that's not what's happening." And actually, she went even further and accused uh, Chris Cuomo of, of of a slur against the president. She said that when you call, when you say that the president of the United States is lying, that's a slur against the president of the United States. No. And I say, you're a bitch. That's yeah. fucking bullshit. Uh, he, the First Amendment didn't just evaporate because he became president, and he is fucking lying. Like for fuck's sake, he's lying. It's an objective fact. Like that's yeah, not, he's yeah. fucking lying. Um, I mean, okay, I guess, and and then that in that in that in itself is that argument of I'm so sick and tired of people because like in order for it to be a lie, he would have had to have known it wasn't you know all that shit, and that's why a lot of the media are hesitant to call him out on it. Right. But the longer it goes on, you'll notice people are more and more willing to call him out on it because oh, now yeah. that there's two years in office, you go, well, hey, wait a minute, you said this on this day, and tweeted this on this day, but then this happened on, you knew about it, and, yeah, you know, oh, that yeah. kind. Of, that's the kind of thing that with, you know, a two-year well, history of Twitter tirades. When when you're on, when, when uh, Shay, that would be like me, uh, somebody asking me on camera, have I ever done a podcast with Shay Woods, and me going, no. No. And they're like, wait a minute, I can bring this motherfucking shit up on YouTube right now. They're like, Oh, so you got the YouTube. I didn't know you had the YouTube. I'm, my bad. Yeah, um, my bad. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, like, my bad. Define the question. Define, <laughs> have you ever done this thing? You know? right, yeah. So, and the most recently, which is the one I think is really fucking funny, is when, like right after she got off CNN with Chris Cuomo, um, uh, George, uh, George Conway said this on Twitter. He said, 
or I'm sorry, no, he wrote he wrote a um, he wrote a uh, um, an op ed in the Washington Post. This is not just in Twitter. He wrote an op-ed in Washington Post, but on Twitter he said, given that Donald Trump has repeatedly lied about the Daniels and uh, McDougal payments, given that he lies about virtually everything else to this point, that his own former personal lawyer described him as a fucking liar, why should we take his word over the federal prosecutors? And that was yeah, like, like that was like minutes after his wife spent like 30, 30 minutes on, on, on CNN just saying that Donald Trump doesn't lie. So like, yeah. That was the that was the the juxtaposition that has everybody just going holy shit. Yeah, and that's and it's it's either like I mean, I just, God, I want to know how the dynamic works. Like I I really imagine it's probably very uninteresting. Like yo, I'm gonna go out and say this shit today, and then he's like, well, I'm gonna say this. All right, see you tonight. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Or, cool. Or like, I ha- well, I don't know though, because yeah, that, that's so weird. Well, honestly, I can't think of another. Can you think of another example? Uh, also, but, uh, but also, but also how, how weird would it be if like you and I know you don't have a girlfriend because you're in a Mexican standoff right now mm-hmm. about that word. Yeah. But like, imagine like I'm married. Like, I can't imagine having such a duplicitous relationship with my yeah, wife. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't it. it I don't. I can't uh, imagine having like a home Justin and a like Twitter Justin, and then a like anybody I talk to in real life Justin. I mean, like, I mean the, the other side of that is these people probably are dead inside. So, yeah. well, that's true. You know, that's yeah. You're 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 Justin. You're basing your uh your your you're framing this from what I assume is the perception of a happy marriage, and that may not be what it is. <laughs> they could have the most dysfunctional shit you've ever heard of. <laughs> you know, for all you know, dude. Like that's what I'm saying. Like every now and then, like I feel like they get in like a fist fight. That just results in them having just like really good hate sex, and then like they don't talk for a week, <laughs> like it's just not even involved. And they both just fantasize about the next fist fight that leads. Yeah, into yeah, hate yeah, sex. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, man, I can't stand that bitch, but it's so good when I fuck, you know, uh, just stupid shit. If I could just get her to stop putting her thumb in my eye, I mean, fuck, <laughs> that hurt. Yeah, ow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, so I think it's about time we wrap this up. Um, so, like I've said before, we should fuck. Uh, we're gonna dump the whole ass out of the week because that's what basically this podcast is. This about. entire podcast. That's why. That's, that's, that's all I'm gonna do. I mean, I'll, 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 I can take time to bitch about how much I hate Lou Dobbs if you want, mm-hmm. but that's. You know. Oh, I had, a, I had, a, I had a link by uh, Lou Dobbs. I fucking forgot. Let's do that real quick. So, uh, Lou Dobbs had a quote where uh, since. Uh, um, uh, Michael Cohen had been apparently bamboozled. Um, uh, Lou Dobbs had a quote about, uh, oh yeah, here we go. Uh, Lou Dobbs called the FBI a legion of evildoers because they had apparently, uh, you know, bamboozled, uh, uh, Michael Cohen and, uh, or were trying to frame Donald Trump. God, that guy, like, oh man, first of all, I love that he's like channeling old timey newscaster with the word bamboozled. That's just fantastic. I mean, he's just, God, he's just such a piece of shit. <laughs> like, and if you go look at his career, he's always been a piece of shit. Like, he's oh, yeah. a little bit less of a piece of shit, like, you know, a while, but he's pretty much always been a piece of shit. Um, and then I, that still gets, that just gets me every time I think about that fucking 
him talking about how he doesn't understand why the public school system doesn't teach how awesome Donald Trump is. I was like, well, it's because it's not fucking this is the USSR. Like, I don't yeah. know what to tell you, dude. It's the North Korea. Yeah. That's why we don't do it. Fascist says what? Yeah. Fascist, huh? Yeah. yeah. And I also, I'll take this moment to apologize to anybody that may be wondering. Uh, I have been obsessively fiddling with one of these little magnesium strikers uh-huh. the whole time. Uh-huh. And so I, gar- I guarantee it's picked up me fucking with it. So that's what that weird, yeah. that's a weird noise you've probably heard. That ting, ting, ting sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So um, instead of, the uh let's just let's just start a new segment uh this week and we're gonna keep it going uh don't wipe a booger on the camera that's just rude don't tell me what to do don't tell me how to live my life yeah so uh um what i would like to introduce is the segment that i would like to call this week in woo fuckery so sure this week in woo fuckery i have a great nomination shay our home state west virginia mm-hmm. had a national story where three fucking uh Fucking junkies got stuck in a mine trying to strip it for part uh, copper. Did you see this? <laughs> no. Yes. What? Yeah. Yes. So in in Clear Creek, West Virginia. Okay, um, yeah, I know where that is. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. These, uh, I think it was three or four. I, I want to say four. Four people went into an abandoned, a closed and abandoned mine, looking for uh, spare, you know, scrap copper they could strip, like probably lighting, you know, copper wiring, yeah. all that shit. Um. They got in there, they got trapped and couldn't get out. And so uh, a guy that noticed their cars and their four-wheeler called the cops and they eventually figured out that there were four people. I think it was four people that were missing. Um, one guy ended up like scrambling out to alert the, the authorities that his three other junkie buddies were down there. And like... My problem with this is that it was covered as it was like, it was like those kids, the, the soccer team and... Uh, where the hell that was like a couple months ago. Remember that? Like, are you talking about the or, or the uh, like the kids in the the, the the was that in Thailand? What the hell was that? I don't remember. Yeah, I, where was it? There, it was it was covered like you know the baby in the well kind of stories. Exactly. Yeah, it's that shit. It was covered as if these people were. And you want to call dirtbags in the well? That's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Man, there's your episode title: Dirtbag in the Well. It was covered as if it was covered as if they're like these people had had been trapped in this well by some something other than their own fucking junky greed. Yeah, and like, dude. And even the start of the article I read was like all the locals know why they were there because copper's four bucks a pound now. It's like, god damn it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And just as an aside note, never go into abandoned mines. That is ah so fucking dangerous. You know what? Like mines that are operational are dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ones yeah. that are abandoned and not maintained. Hmm. No, no, no. Way worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Full disclosure. I, yeah. Like when I was younger, they're, they're like pretty much, I'm sure most, a lot of people in West Virginia have these kinds of stories have been like, yeah, I'm fucking went to the new river gorge and crawled into some abandoned mines i can't believe i didn't die <laughs> like yeah. that's like whoa well, like back in the day uh some of the larger cave systems in kentucky like i i remember very clearly um going on a scout camp out where we uh camped out at carter caves and like we, we didn't camp near the cave we camped or at the cave we camped near it and then we would hike to it that during the day and we would just and like the adults were just kind of like do a little base camp outside of the mouth of the cave mm-hmm. and we would just go nuts into the cave. Like we were not supervised. We were not, you know, there's not a guide with us. Like 
they were, we were just fucking left our own devices for the the better part of a day and like they just made sure that all of us were accounted for before it got dark and like but there's a thousand different ways that could have gone south real quick yep and not only were our scoutmasters totally cool with it but like fucking carter caves was totally cool with it and oh there's they, yeah, they got a bunch of unmanned or uh, unguided caves there that you could get hurt in yeah but but now they're all like, sign a waiver right well but also but i think i think all those ones that we were in when I went on that trip or now like gated up. Yeah. You can't get into them anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, white nose kills all the bats too, bro. Uh, well, that's true. And also probably a lot of kids drown, but you know, whatever. We got enough people on this planet. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. It'll be fine. We'll be fine. All right. So we've, uh, we've talked about some stuff. We've, uh, put some pins and some things that we need to discuss later. Do you and, actually uh, write any of the stuff we're supposed to pin down, or? Oh yeah, I do. Okay, cool. I, I, do. You know, I mean, I'm not. I need that. So, so, let's I check. Right. I, I actually, I'm kind of like trying to come up with like a. I'm actually really making a point to come up with like a month by month like plan that I need to talk to you about, but I never do. So okay, that's that's, that's how this good. works. That sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about that sounds about like us, right? Yeah. All right. Well. We appreciate you guys listening to the, to the Woods cast. Like we've said, we enjoy the shit out of doing it. Um, and uh, we hope you enjoy it too. If you have any questions or comments, want to uh, bitch about how Shay is teamed around with a magnesium fire starter the entire fucking podcast. Hey, listen, uh, you got to do something. Yeah, you got to do something. Uh, hit us up. Uh, you can hit us up on, uh, you know, it's thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up at uh, Twitter. Um, Twitter and or Facebook. Twitter Twitter is at WoodsCastThe and Facebook we are at WoodsCast1776. You should be able to find this podcast everywhere you find your podcast. It's actually kind of scary that I can Google our, this podcast and it'll pop up wherever. It is way easier than you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, was really surprised that it actually fucking worked, by the way. <laughs> Uh, Apple was 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 boning us hard for a while. They were they were being real real chuds about it. Um, but oh, well. but uh, we will be back next week. Uh, we are going to try to keep it weekly, right, Shay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the we, goal. I mean, that's, that's the a goal. goal. Um, I think that if we do this for long enough, people will listen. Now, whether or not we make sense or say anything that's worth a shit, that's beside the point. But. We just need to build a following to listen to the things that don't matter and don't make sense. Yep. That's that's our goal. That's our goal. All right. So I appreciate it. And I uh, hope you guys listen next time. This is the point where Shay says toodles. Toodles. Move, 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 move